Welcome to Making Great Men Podcast. This is your host, Papa G. Well, welcome to everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode today. Uh, I have a very special guest with me today, and um, I've been trying for a few weeks to get this person onto the show. Uh, the show is called, as you already know, A Woman's Take on Masculinity. And so I, I wanted to get this person on the show. It's a very, very special guest of mine, an incredible human. Her name is Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Hello. <laughs> How are you today? I'm well, great. How are you? Very, very good. Thank you so much for agreeing to be on the show. My pleasure, I and think. Making it, I think <laughs> we'll see we'll by the see. end of the show. Okay, um, I really appreciate you doing this. Um, now, just a little bit about Sarah. I've known Sarah for about twenty-five years. Oh, yeah. I won't say how old she was when we met, so you'll 16. know her age. So, oh wow! Thanks for just going straight in there, <laughs> which makes you forty-one, correct? Uh, and so, um, I've Sarah has seen my kids grow up. I've seen her kids grow mm-hmm. up. Suffice to say that this lady has seen her fair share of inverted commas life it would be an understatement um, in the midst of these challenges she has maintained uh, her poise her calmness her love for her family and people an absolute zest for life even when she's had every reason not to and above all else her empathy why are you giving me that look this is a lot to say that's a lot to take and here that's very generous Thank it's you. the truth it's the truth so I've asked Sarah to come on to the show because I'd wanted her take on a woman's take on masculinity. And as I've said in my previous episode, we should listen to not only subject matter uh, experts, but also, or even more so, to people who've been there, done that, and got the trophy. And if there's anyone in my life that I've seen been there, done that, and got the trophy, it's this lady. Uh, so we learn from their experience, and more so, we learn from the lessons they've learned. And so I hope today that you will learn some incredible things that I have even and learnt just having conversations with her over the 25 years. I know she thinks that she hasn't taught me a lot, but actually she's taught me a lot and, uh, you know, especially about life and how to deal with people. And so today is um, a day about talking about masculinity because obviously the, the podcast is talking about how to make great men, as in men who are great in themselves, um, how to become a better man for our society because we're seeing a lot of people who aren't that way inclined. Is that right? Correct. You know, and it's getting frustrating. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, so welcome again, Sarah. I really appreciate you being here. Uh, how are you? T- how are you today? I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I'm a little tired. A little tired because yes. we had a gala last night that we attended, you know, with all our friends and, and it was fun. It was great. It was, fun. it was a fun gala. Um, now, Sarah does not know the questions I'm about to ask today. Not at all. Not We're going to do some fun stuff as well. We're going to go through. I want to, you know, so you guys get to know her a little bit more. Um, so there's a there's a little segment I want to do, and then some rapid fire questions at the end oh, no. that I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> she has no okay. idea what's happening, and oh, I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> um, Is it too late <laughs> to back out? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> okay. I mean, you could just get up and leave and I just talk to myself for the next 20 minutes. I reckon you can handle that. No, come on, man. <laughs> Please don't do this to me. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So as you know, um, Sarah, we've, you know, the podcast started with the three ingredients for making great men, yep. kindness, chivalry and strength. And we've talked about that over the years. You know, we've worked together for a number of years mm-hmm. in an organization. We've been friends for those 25 years. And so I've 
we've chatted about what's out there in the world and yep. the frustrations of what we see and what young men should be like and also young women. And so part of today's discussion is going to be about masculinity and then a little bit about femininity and, and your take on that because um, there are not too many of those. Like there are feminists. There are feminists. That's <laughs> which not is me. Not the same as <laughs> no. femininity. Not at all. Not not, not it even used close. To be, but not even close now, right? <laughs> so it's it's very true. So I wanted to throw some questions at you. I have I have four or five questions here that all we right. can discuss and let's talk. Let's go. Okay. So let's let's get going. So the first question today is, what do you see is missing in the men in our current Western society? Mm. That's not an easy question. <laughs> I know, I know, but we've got time. This is huge. Oh, my gosh. Well, what do you see? What do you think is missing? What is missing? Mm. What is missing or why <laughs> Why is everything missing? <laughs> Both. Let's go with the what and why. Oh, man. Okay. What well, and why? Young men or old men? Well, whichever one you what, – what do you think? Is it is it the younger men that it's missing in, the older men or both now? Oh, goodness. Well, I think the older men, maybe it's just because where I'm, I am in my age, I'm 41. Mm-hmm. So I'm starting to hang out with older men only because I am older. <laughs> you say that like as if, unfortunately, I'm hanging out with older men. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's just that stage in yes. life where I'm at. Yes. Where you get through your 30s, you work out who you are, what is this life, True. what do I stand for? And so then in your 40s, you're really just going, hang on a second, this is what I thought was important to me, but really it was just my upbringing. So yes. this is how I want to live. Yep. So I actually do see a lot of men in this age bracket, in the 40s, 50s. Yes. Um, really trying to better themselves and, and whatever was missing, they're looking, they're trying. That's a good point. They're trying. Do you think that's a generational thing? Well, this is, I don't know. Is it a generational? Is it just the, the new midlife crisis? Like no one back in the day, <laughs> back in the day, they're all, you know, bleaching their hair and getting convertibles. That's right. Now they're on Motorbikes. the podcasts yep. trying to improve themselves. Yeah, true. Wow. I actually yeah. never thought of it that way. That's a good point. I don't know if if it's the women we're just like you know that's not appealing. <laughs> Please stop dyeing your hair and riding a motorcycle. Just ruin our hair, like honestly, <laughs> that's not dude. for us. <laughs> and that's why you're bald, right? Even your bald head can have a convertible, but not me. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. Maybe it's pressure coming from women because we're just expecting more from them now or we're comfortable saying especially the older women mm, older women older over women 40s. 40s in our yes, 40s women you. in our 40s okay thank you for helping me there um <laughs> expecting more and i think would you say that you expect more from these men because you've seen that men can be different to this from 30 years ago when you were like tens and in your tens and in your teens you saw your fathers yep. and uncles yeah. be more we did see them be more in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. Yes. Um, but again, that's changed as well. Like yeah, that was very limited in what their role was back then. I feel like back then it was like, this is what you have to be. Right. And it was so narrow, it was so limited. Whereas now men have got this pressure from women to, okay, so be the provider, be um, my romantic lover, be my best friend, be my emotional support. That's not yeah. that's not possible yeah. for women <laughs> to expect a man to be their emotional support. So there's all these so things. True. Yeah, I know. These poor guys are getting thrown at from us. Um, they can't be all they of that. They can't be that. But they're trying. I, I see a lot of older men actually trying. 
But the older men, you, yeah. So the older men are trying to take on more. Take yeah. Than the previous generation was yeah, expected I to. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that actually. Yeah. So the things that are missing would be more for the younger men, sort of the under forties, sort of you know late thirties down. Yeah. What would those things be that if you, especially if you compare now the older men, yep. the over forties to the under forties, so the twenties, thirties, what's missing there between them? Oh gosh, <laughs> I can only speculate. Yes, right. <laughs> it's very hard looking at young men and trying to understand them. <laughs> it can be confusing. It's very confusing, especially for a woman. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, what's missing is, I think, in my very limited knowledge, is just working out who they are and what's important Ooh, yes. to them, what their values are, yep. and spending their time and their focus and their energy working that out rather than, oh, what image do I need to put across to be attractive to um, women, um, potential employers, yes. um, my colleagues? Who do I have to be to fit into this area which I think that I want to get into, whereas I really actually don't know because is that even important to me? Yeah, I don't true. know who I am. I don't yeah. know what my values are. Yep. And that's where you get into trouble in the late 30s and you know early 40s. Yep. It's when you've been going down this track that you thought that you wanted, but you didn't even stop so, to think about yeah, what you wanted. Yes. So that's hence the midlife crisis, the convertibles. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Now I know what I want and it's nothing I've been doing for the yeah. last 10 years. All right. So I think it's just more... You really just need to take the time out. And in this day and age, everything's moving so fast. Everything's so quick. Yep. We're just seeing things on socials and we're just seeing the end product. So we're looking around and everything that we're bombarded with on a daily basis is here's the end result. Here's my success. Oh, so true. So it's this pressure to be like, oh, my gosh, I have to work out how am I going to do this uh, rather than going, okay, I'm 20 years old. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take the next five years to just work out Ooh, that's who I am. Yes. Oh, five years at that age is terrifying. Yeah, true. And they're just it's like, It's a quarter oh, of your life. <laughs> five years is a quarter of your damn life, right? Yeah. <laughs> but just the, and even the concept of sitting down with a 20-year-old going, all right, take, take the next five years and just work out who you are and what you Ooh, want to do with that. that's your. beautiful. What is important? Yes. What are your values? Because wherever you go from here, like, yeah. It's not going to be a waste of time. Think about if you just pursue something that's frivolous or something that you think, you know, society or your parents or whoever, yep. your employee is telling you is important yep. and you're 10 years down the track. Like that's way oh, much, like that's a waste of 10 years. Waste of 10 years. This five years, it's, it's never going to be wasted when yep. you're in working out what's important to you. Why are you here? That's a brilliant piece of advice, Sarah, taking those years yeah. to find yourself. And, and so you, purposefully do that yeah don't just bum around it takes for five time. years like it takes time. it takes time it takes so long no, like honestly sarah like you know i'm late 40s you're early 40s and we're only we're only like we've discovered ourselves to a degree but it takes years to get there so five years is really nothing five years is nothing but it, when it's purposeful it mm. puts you on the right track to yeah. learn more about yourself right yeah you're definitely not going to learn anything about yourself just bumming around for five years no <laughs> <laughs> you know no 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 that's actually no you will learn stuff about so, yourself <laughs> you <laughs> what will you learn no but you will you will yeah. learn all the things that you hate about you yourself hate. true like, oh, gosh, I'm so point. bad at this. I didn't do anything. I tried that out and it, it's not my skill set. It's yep. not my passion. So I was really bad at it. So yep. you're just going to, yeah, clock up the list of things you actually don't like about yourself. Yeah. 
Yeah, and hopefully you learn from those. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> or just be really down on yourself <laughs> for the next 10 years. Okay, so so there's a missing of find yourself, get your values, yeah. stick them down. Is there anything else you think that young men are missing at the moment? <laughs> Lots. Um, oh gosh, I don't know. You tell me. Give me- <laughs> Well, do you think do you think they're missing? Do you think they're missing? Um, you know, we've talked about kindness, chivalry, and strength, right? So we've got values. We know the character and conviction. So we know that there's some things in there. But what does what does let's say, let's concentrate on chivalry for a second? Mm. Is that we know it's missing? I know I know what you know it? it's missing. <laughs> chivalry is the ability to um, to think of another person mm. and then put them before yourself. It's the honor code of the knights that I put. And it's generally aimed from a man to a woman uh, because they're seen as someone who can be helped by a stronger vessel, right? And so that's the that was the knight's code. And so how do I – so we equate it to the actions of opening doors, pulling out chairs, helping with the shop, those sort of things. Right. But it goes beyond that to a sense of kindness and putting you first and thinking about you. Do you see that in our young men that you encounter in society from day to day? Um, Not from day to day. Again, it's whatever they're bombarded with and and whatever they're shown on socials or whatever they most interact with um, that they will see is important. And you and I have had this conversation before where society today is very selfish. Yes. So that that what you're talking about, chivalry, that's to me, that's my life. That's everything. That's to be like. Christ. Yeah. So if yeah. you're like me, if you're a Christian and and you're living your life in the way that you think that you're supposed to, it's all about putting others before yourself. So true. Um, and that's just not not happening. It's in, not our in society. The, it's is not. It? It's a very selfish. Yeah. Um, culture that we live in. Yes. So that is going against the culture. That's scary. Yeah, it is scary. That's that scary is because it's like me, 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 and I need. And I suppose our Instagram world, our social media world, is. Let me post a photo and put up either whether it's a scripture or a a positive, a positive, um, you know, quote, (laughs) right? Um, And look at me because I I just need you to show me so I can get the likes and show me, right? Like that's a symptom of something, right? That's a symptom of something that's out there, which is that deep sense of self-centeredness. Yeah. So chivalry is like countercultural now, which... 30 years ago was almost the norm mm. or, or the tail end of the norm. Now it's, wow, you open the door. Wow. You open you. the door. What do you want? Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. What do you want? <laughs> what do you want? Someone How long you is a... this going to last? Uh, oh. Let's see. Oh, as in this is a partner to a partner. <laughs> this like, is just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How long is this going to last? Okay, gotcha. let's see how long you can keep oh, this charade yeah, for. Yeah, you're dating me and, and – um, Oh, you do it. Oh, we get married and you never open the door again. Yep. Oof. Oof. <laughs> yep. Very true. Okay. So, so there are some key things that I miss, and that look, that self-centered, that selfishness, that's huge in our society, has really robbed men and women. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Of thinking of others, mm-hmm. which then is worse not only for us individually but for society as a whole. Absolutely. In every level, right? In every level. Okay. Okay. Um, Okay, is there anything else you wanted to say about that before I go into the next one? Probably later. I'll come probably, back in five yes, minutes. Yes, we'll come back, yeah. yes. And please do. This is the thing. This is not doesn't have to be linear. All right, second question. Um, to you then, what should a masculine man look like? If you were to say, okay, look, this is what a man should be, 
Mm-hmm. Okay, and I know you. I know you're 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 a humble, empathetic, beautiful person, right? And you sort of go, I don't want to tell the person what to be. You I don't know. want to impose my <laughs> views on someone else. I get that, but if if a young man came to you and said, Sage Sarah, can you tell me <laughs> what I should feel like to to be attractive to you know uh, the opposite sex? What should I be like as a man? How should I behave? Uh, what 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 things should I portray out there? What would you say? What should a masculine man look like? It's not necessarily a masculine man. Again, it comes back to knowing who you are. Okay. Which for right. a lot of guys, just intrinsically in the way that they're wired, not mm-hmm. all guys, yep. it is masculine. Right. Um, but again, you have to know who you are. You have to know your values. You have to know your strengths. Mm-hmm. And with every strength, it comes weaknesses. Yes. So you need to be aware of that um, and open to, to taking, <laughs> accepting the, the feedback that comes with that. That's a tough one. Especially when it's a, a kryptonite to your strength. Like yes. if there's something that you're so good at and you've worked it out and, you're, and you take pride in that, um, the flip side can be, yeah, you're, you're really um, – strong and independent mm-hmm. um, and you're proud of that and you've had to be that in so life. So that's your superpower. That's your superpower. But the kryptonite side yes. of that is <laughs> you don't need anyone. Yes. <laughs> you can do it alone. Yep. I don't need any advice. <clears throat> yep. You don't know. I know better. Mm-hmm. I've got this sorted. Yep. I don't need anyone. Yeah, wow. So that's, that's That would be that kryptonite. We've talked about that often, haven't we, superpowers <laughs> and kryptonites. Yes. You know? <laughs> Like yeah, yes, and and um, to our listeners, you know, uh, you need to you need to hear that. Who, whatever superpower you find about yourself, yes, you need to find out what the kryptonite is for that, mm-hmm. and ensure that you try to stave that off. So, if you're an empathetic person, which yes. you love and caring, and you are kind, and you feel another person's pain, yep. that's your superpower. The kryptonite is people will walk over you. People all will over walk you. all over you. Yeah. Um, if you don't have a good check of your emotions and um, and who you are and comfortable in yourself mm-hmm. and secure, um, yeah, you, you will carry everyone's emotions, yes. take on their burdens, take on their offences, yep. and your empathy will be overshadowed with just um, bitterness yep. and resentment and everyone's taking advantage of me or this person's, oh, my goodness, I can't believe they treat someone like this and it just becomes really ugly really yes. quickly yeah, when it's, it's supposed to be the most beautiful thing to be empathetic and walk with someone through their journey. Um, yeah, there's always kryptonites. Um, so, yeah, but it's knowing knowing your values and, and if empathy is one of your values or if you're a guy and one of your values is um, independence, mm-hmm. um, then work through that. Where did it come from? Why have I got this trait? Yeah, Why true. am I wired like this? Yes. Is Has it come from um, just part of my wiring, my DNA, or has it come from somewhere Worse, like I could never rely on anyone when I was a kid. Ah, um, the independence side. You yeah, mean? yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah. So any any of your strengths, and it's and that's what I mean about taking that time to work out who you are, what your values are, why you have them, um, where where you want it to take you in life. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you want your in- independence to bring? Like, what's the point of that? You've been gifted this beautiful gift as a human. Here you are on the planet in twenty twenty three. And God's made you with this strong independent streak yep. for what? Yeah, ooh. For what? Ooh. It's not just for yourself. That is powerful. It's not for you. Yes. What? What's it for? 
<laughs> What's it for? It's for sharing. It's yeah. for helping. Yeah. It's we, we are living on this earth for not for just ourselves, for others. Yes. And again, it's the, again the opposite of that selfish nature and that selfish culture that we live in. Yeah. I mean, the selfish take on independence is, yep, I don't need anyone. I'm going to do this. This is what I want to do. I'm going to achieve this, 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 and this so that people can look at me and admire me, like turning everything back around Ooh. to yourself. I I'm did getting this convicted. on my own. I'm, I'm getting convicted <laughs> I did this on my own. I've got all this money. Look at me giving because me, 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 everything's turning back onto yourself. Yes. Um, but if you can um, really evaluate yourself and know, okay, I'm independent, for what purpose? What am I going to do with this? Mm. Who can I help? Who can I teach? Who can I, who can I see in my world that struggles with that, that I can help them? Wow. Not for myself, but for them. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> Did I go off track? No, no, this is, are you kidding me? Have you, I've stopped talking because <laughs> you've just blown, your, blown me away. And the reason why you've blown me away, it's not just the content of what you're saying. It's the fact that I've known you for 25 years and that's how you live your life. And it's evident by the way that you are saying what you're saying and the tone of your voice shows the huge selflessness that you live your life with, even though you you. You don't do it for accolades and you don't do it because you think, oh, that's what I should do. I've been told to do that. You do it because you genuinely love people and you know what your strengths are and you know what your weaknesses are and you know that it's not for me. That's how you live your life. That's why it's – you have like a – what's called – what I would call a moral authority in that area because you live like that. Ah, stop it. I know. See, and see, I was just going to say a moment ago, I don't know if you noticed to our listeners, I, I, I said three sentences at the start of the show and she was squirming in her seat like, okay, this is too much. Stop it. Right? <laughs> to which she just did. Right? This is, this is the, this is the um, kryptonite. <laughs> to, uh, but it just shows her heart to the, to the scenario. And you're so right, Sarah. That's powerful. Look, you know, guys, I, I would go back over the last six minutes and listen to that again multiple times. Because to me, what Sarah was said in those last six minutes is the cure for a lot of our ailments as a human race. It really is. Well, that's huge. But again, you can't rush it. No. And the reason no. that I, you can say those things that you just said about me and I know I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if I hadn't taken the time to work out, this is my personality, mm -hmm. this is my strengths, but these are my values. This is like to the core. These things here are so important to me as a human. Yeah. And and work through, like I said before, going back to okay. So I'm empathetic, or I like to help people. Um, and looking back over my life and and being really honest and going, okay, why am I like that? Yeah. Is it because I missed out on certain things? Is because I was the fourth child. By the time <laughs> four kids, it's like, oh gosh, another one. <laughs> like, like you know, it's so true. you know, it's so true. You know, my one of my kryptonites is FOMO. It's yes. Because like number four, <laughs> I've got all these older brothers and sisters. They've got it together. They're having fun. It's like, oh Sarah, we don't whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Sarah again. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's she again? But I've taken the time to work through the kryptonite yes. with my, my giftings or my values and, and to know, okay, this part of like the FOMO part, that's, that's from an unhealthy place. Yeah. Um, but the, the wanting to help other people, that's not just to make myself feel better or whatever. And, and I've taken the time and worked through all of that to, to know, yeah, okay, I do 
like to help other people, but <laughs> but. If, but if I keep doing this and don't just take some time for myself yep. or go, hey, um, it's me over here. I don't like to do this, but I actually do need some attention from you right now. Yes. Um, Very important. Yeah. Yep. Um, and that's that's like one of the hardest <laughs> things for me to say. <laughs> oh, I don't like it, to it do it. It is so hard. But I've, I know now if I don't every now and then do that, yeah. I'm just going to... Run on flip empty. over to the kryptonite stage yes. of giving and yes. it's like, oh, I always do this. I know I always have to and I'm always doing for things wow. for everyone else. Wow. Who's there for me? Yes. So that's I've learned that through very painful. Yes, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I've taken the time. Um, to learn that. Yeah, you've got to know your kryptonites. And, and you've got great friends. Um, I do. Who have said to you, Okay, it's like pulling teeth trying to help you, okay? You're talking about yourself right now. I just realised. I'm like, hang on a second. Great friends. Wait, he's about to say something about himself. And your other friends. I've heard them say the same thing. Will you let me help you? And that's when I shut down. Yes, my arms go up. Down, arms go up. Yeah. Shut down. It's like... Mm, my okay. arms fold over. Yes. And I go, yep, okay, sure. The powerful stuff, Sarah. That is so... That is, that is ridiculously good. I, I really... I really like how you are equating those things of superpower and kryptonite and you are showing not only examples of that, but the fact that you're asking people to stop and actually work out why you're like this because there's a difference, right? Like yeah. there's a difference. And it, this is, this is. I'm oh, sorry, I'm no, sorry no, go, ready no, to interrupt please. you. But no, don't. And with the TikTok 15-second grabs, <laughs> little things that is shooting out like weeds all over the world yes. to our younger generation who, yep. who um, haven't developed and haven't you know your brain's not even developed like until in your like mid to late 20s but anyway but they haven't worked out who they are and what's important to them so they'll see something these little quotes these little grabs on instagram um like oh yeah no the person that hurts you can't heal you and so they just go oh wow blah 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 or (laughs) you know this this person takes advantage of me and uh, you know it's time for me and i need to look after me and me 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 this is all great (laughs) information but it's actually harmful if you haven't taken the time because you'll just grab little things like that and then all of a sudden I've seen it and that becomes someone's mantra. Yes. And instead of them working on their strengths and just dealing with the kryptonite side of the strength, they just, their strength is stolen and they're like, see what happens when I give to other people? No, I can't do that. Oh God. I have to put the boundaries up. I'm putting up, you know, you're not allowed in my life, this and that. And it just... There it's gone. It's the gone. beauty of that person and what they were created to do and yep. bring to this world is just gone. They're like inoculated yeah. to the very yeah. thing that's great for them to yeah. be doing because yeah. they've had that bad experience, right? Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, you've got to take the time, um, know who you are. Yeah. Like, so, okay, so if you, and I think, I think, well, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to speculate here from our discussions over the years. You, you had to really find out about yourself that you are a you are a lover of people you are a helper of people you you there's a high empathy in you for people you want to ensure that they are the best version of themselves and what do, can i do to help yeah. them get there was there a struggle in you to do that as in did you feel like the world was telling you, you shouldn't be like this or someone was or people were all the time still wow always. wow always if I was to just take grabs from socials and things, yep. I'm extremely 
toxic and self-harming myself like to the degree like I should be in a therapist's room because I have no boundaries and I keep giving and I keep loving without getting anything in return and blah 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 the list whatever yeah yeah but <laughs> but you know who you are right? that's the if difference I yes <clears throat> and I know beyond a shadow of a doubt if I shut down my heart mm-hmm. and I stop giving of myself what on earth is the point of being here? Ooh. What am I here for? Yeah. As in you yourself, because you know what you're made that's for. That's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. And so to our listeners, that's that's the power of what Sarah's been saying, is when you find yourself, when you start to understand who you are, when you, it's not that you, you have to wait until you fully know who you are, but when you start to understand, here are my passions, here is what I love to do, here is how I love to be. In a way, how I love to live with people, love people, care for people, do those sort of things. When you find that out, there's going to be pressure for you not to be that. Mm. And you have to work out how do I not flip over to the bad side. And the way to do that is to have a purpose of why I'm doing it. Why am I like this? Why have I yeah. been designed this way? Um, and when the when the negativity comes, when the counter voice comes, uh, it's the, that purpose that keeps you going. Okay, so my question then to you following on from that is what kept you going, right? Because I understand as you were saying what you were saying then, I thought to myself, now look, caveat is if you're in a relationship where you're an empathetic person and you open yourself up and your partner is abusing that. Oh, yeah. No, like, always, you know, yeah. in, there's there's physical abuse. So yeah. that obviously that's crossed lines now. That's You've got to move okay. on. That's not okay. Absolutely. So, so please, please let's caveat that. However, that should not stop you from being, you know, being who you are. So when I said earlier in my intro to Sarah that she's lived, inverted commas, life, she's experienced it all, um, I won't go into detail, but she's had every reason under the sun to say, I'm never opening up my life again. I'm never going to be empathetic again. And so what kept you going? What kept you being that? It was literally just that, knowing that, if I am not here serving and helping other people, mm-hmm. what am I doing? Yeah. What is the point? Okay. What is the point? Um, but going back to what you said before, if there is someone who is being abused and taken advantage of and things, yep. um, it's it's knowing yourself enough and that those people, they, they might have to cut off some people gotcha. and that's okay. Like, yep. And I understand the guilt and everything that comes with that for someone who is empathetic and just wants to help people. Yes. But it doesn't mean you have to cut that part of you off to everybody. That's powerful. It might just be one person. Mm-hmm. It might just be one season mm-hmm. just yeah. for a time. Yep. Um, there Again, there's a healthy way and a not healthy way yeah. to do that. Yep. That's yeah, perfect. That's perfect. And I think there'll be a lot of people out there who, whether it's empathy, whether it's independence, whether it's strength, whether it's uh, anything that they see as a superpower, they can look back and go, here's my kryptonite on it. Here are the things that I keep getting taken advantage of or keep failing with. It's okay for me to change those things from time to time. Seasons or people or or places that I need to move out of. Yeah, right? Totally. Um, Okay. That's brilliant. All right. What I want to do is I want to I want to uh, take a little break and do a do a little thing. Um, I, I want to uh, just a little thing just to get to know you before we carry on with the questions, and then right. right at the end we're going to do some rapid fire questions oh to get to know you more as well. But um, I wanted to do these ones um, specifically because um, they're they're called X X for women. Okay. Um, 
So this is like the ick segment, the ick segment. And um, this ick segment, and ick, if you don't know, uh, listeners, is where an initial attraction to someone turns to disgust because of a behaviour. Okay, so that's what an ick is. Caveat, the ick is very strong. <laughs> the ick cannot be undone. So an ick cannot be undone. I, I, oh, it's <gasps> very rare. So if a woman gets an ick for a guy, it can't be undone. It's Gentlemen, you happened. need to listen to this. It's never happened for me. <laughs> so you get an ick and that's it. It's And it's such silly things. Uh, we, I mean, we've been talking so deep, but oh, no. icks are not deep. They're okay. completely no, superficial. No. Icks is completely superficial. <laughs> this is why I wanted to do it in the middle. Them. Yes, this is why I've got music playing in the background. Get it lighthearted a minute because we're going to delve back oh, in in no. a sec. Okay. okay, so I'm going to say some icks here and I want you to uh, tell me, I'm gonna, so I'm gonna say some stuff, you say ick or not ick, okay. okay? All right, here we go. This is a man doing these things, okay? From right. a woman's perspective. Yes, All right. sir. Using the word babe, ick mm. or no ick? It's okay. No ick? It depends. Ish, okay. <laughs> Again, <laughs> there's no logic to an ick. No, there isn't. Someone can say it in yes. a certain way, yes. totally fine. Oh, no, I'm Someone telling you, I'm asking you. It. I'm asking I know, you. But no, but it, it would vary for me. Okay, it, all right. It just depends. Maybe the way they said it or something. Right. It, you can't explain all, all right, the icks. So possible. Possible yeah, ick. Yeah. Okay. Eating with their mouth open. Oh, ick. <laughs> Not cleaning up after themselves. <laughs> Where? <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Okay. Possible ick. Um, saying I'm not like other boys. Ick. Ick. Being rude to restaurant staff. Oh, it's not an ick. It's just, no. Be human, for goodness sake. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not communicating properly. That's so vague. That's too vague. <laughs> that's, okay. not an, no, that's not an ick. Okay. When a man runs when they're not exercising. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are they running? Just running. They're not ex- what are you Running mean? to a meeting. Running to a meeting. Why? In the office. Because oh, they're in a hurry. They're late. Is that an ick? Because one of my daughters finds out a real big ick. It depends. Again, there's no logic to the icks. Okay, yes. it's how it they run. It depends how they run. Okay. Like, what is the run doing to their whole outfit and the vibe? You know, if they run and then their shirt goes a funny one. I don't know. That could be... It's, see, there's no logic. These, there are, isn't. these are too logical These are to fantastic. These are fantastic. Uh, bad teeth. Hold on. That's not Which is poor thing in Arabic. Yeah. It's so annoying. All right. Uh, being too formal over text, including full stops and capital letters. <sighs> that is not a nick, but I am 41, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I okay. think that's an ick okay. to my daughters. <laughs> to your daughters, okay. Punctuation is an ick, yeah. gentlemen. Uh, wearing tracksuits. Definitely not an ick. Okay. <laughs> Okay, but again, it depends Who? on the traffic. The tracksuit. The tracksuit, okay. Uh, we'll leave that there. Thinking something is really funny when it's not. Can be icky. Okay, explaining a joke when no one is finding it funny. Oh, ick. <laughs> Talking in a baby voice. Ick. Okay, bad hygiene. Ick. Not trying new things and experiences. That's not an ick, it's just... Come on, you've got to live. There's the empathy, guys. Making cringy TikToks. <laughs> it can be ick, but it can just be funny. Sometimes it's just funny to laugh. <laughs> Taking too many selfies. Ick. <laughs> Noisy eating. Oh my gosh, 
That's a big egg. That's a big egg. I can't. Like, even I have that, that syndrome. Sound of phobophobia thing, audiophobia thing. Is it trypophobia? I don't know what it is, but it's, it. yeah, it drives me nuts mm. too. Both of us, ladies and gentlemen, both of us got into the mics, put our <laughs> headphones on, and we're like, oh, we're Ick. not going to be able to Ick. do this. <laughs> we're triggering ourselves right now <laughs> doing this podcast. Um, not asking if you got home safe. That's not an egg. Okay. Putting their phone on the table during a date. That's fine. I'm a mother. Okay. Like. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Dirty fingernails. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why are they dirty? That's all I'm thinking. <laughs> You're such a mum. I love it. Um, oversharing on social media. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Uh, Don't say it. It's an ish. Okay. And finally, clapping when an aeroplane lands. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm pretty sure I've done that after a really dodgy flight. So not a nick. Well, if you're doing it every flight, that's a nick. <laughs> but if we've all been in a traumatic experience up there together in that small little tin tunnel in yep. the sky and yep. we all thought we were going to die, let's clap. Let's Please clap, clap it clap out. Please clap and cheer it. Let's clap okay, it out. Okay, fantastic, fantastic. Thank you for that segment. <laughs> well, thank you so much for part one, Sarah. Really appreciate that of this episode. So, uh, gentlemen, part one's done. Part two will be dropping really soon. Uh hope you keep looking out for that make sure you uh share this far and wide let people know of the incredible gold that uh sarah has been sharing today and uh, i can tell you that episode two is just as good i can assure you that have a great week wherever you are and i'll see you on the next episode